so we have come to the end of the first season of the when i was a girl podcast and i just can't even believe it i remember when i wanted to do this initiative i had a vision of building a community of survivors living free and powerful lives equipped to help to free others but i have to admit i felt nervous initially mostly because of the nature of the content uh, that i knew would be shared um and i just had a lot of doubts around finding willing participants who would actually want to share their stories of being victimized of of um coming through that kind of very personal um event in their lives or events and um and it would have been it's it's totally understandable you know that persons would resist sharing because the other thing that had me feeling a bit apprehensive was just what would the audience response be you know would this be an opening for uh, persons to be re-traumatized just based on responses from very you know maybe um insensitive audience members or would this be too much for audience members would it be too heavy would it be content that persons just wouldn't be able to appreciate all of these were you know just different reasons why i i hesitated to embark on this mission and you know i thought about how brave one has to be in order to choose to share their story to share these deep very dark um truths about their lives but to choose to do that with the goal of supporting other persons and with the goal of of providing these different keys um to to survival basically i thought you know there's value in that not to mention i believed with all my heart that god you know god is able to to do miraculous things in our lives even you know even with those of us who have had extreme cases of brokenness you know the the some of the stories that i have come across as a result of this podcast have had me f- wondering how in the world are they even still living after going through some of the ordeals that i've heard but what it has done is it has strengthened my faith it has only confirmed my resolve that no matter what we've gone through in life God remains firm in who he is and he's a redeemer he is a savior the savior <laughs> you know and and Christ being the savior of the world shows himself evident in these situations where there is no one else to turn to when where where it seems impossible for someone to move on in their lives after going through such trauma i think about every single one of my interviewees and god bless them because 
uh, they have inspired me in ways that I, I literally am stuttering because I literally don't have the words to describe the ways in which their stories have impacted my own life. I think about what they were forced to be subject to, um, robbed of their innocence because of someone else's brokenness and someone else's pain. Um, you know, it was because of that why they became victims. And as I said, um, at such a young age, at, uh, I mean, at, some of them just had absolutely no idea what was happening to them, but they knew that it was wrong. You know, and I feel like the podcast has really, it has really increased my heart, you know, just the capacity um, of compassion for children. You know, I think of, of children out there who are really suffering. They're under duress. They're silenced by their trauma. Um, and they're living in that state. You know, many of them go unnoticed. Many of them um, suffer in silence for so many years. And even when, you know, even when they, they get older and they manage to find their voice and they can, you know, they can express themselves on other things. Still, there's like this deep, dark, looming uh, cloud over there, over their lives when it comes on to the issue of sexual victimization. And um, for these women to be at this point where they're able to speak about it, they, they, they've spoken about it publicly. I mean, the podcast is open to the public. It's the world wide web. And they have been bold to speak about the assailants, you know, the persons who, who, um, try to take away so much from them um and some of them you know the beautiful thing is to hear forgiveness coming from these women you know um when they can extend understanding and not justifying the acts of of um these people who would have hurt them it's not about justifying or making excuses for them but they are at a point of acknowledging that what they did was wrong and acknowledging that that something was wrong with them and this is why they did what they did yeah that kind of narrative that kind of, of approach and attitude again I find that I find there to be such bravery in arriving at such a place my hope as i continue to embark on this journey with the podcast is that um that the stories would would continue to be widespread and i really do hope that that this platform allows persons who are suffering in silence to recognize that one, they have not gone unnoticed. We see you, but above all that, God sees you. And I understand that there's a whole lot of negative feelings um, that can come about when you have gone through trauma, even about God. 
because I, I can imagine you would ask yourself, why would God allow this to happen to me? And you know, I, I, I suppose that's a whole other conversation unto itself. But I do want to grasp the opportunity to reiterate that, that God is faithful. He is good. And there is purpose in your pain. This is not a cop out or this is not to say that what you have had to endure is 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 something that pleases God. Absolutely not. But this is to assure you that what you have endured, God is going to use it and he will use it to your advantage. Uh, I I really just I'm overwhelmed just at the fact that, you know, that although we have we have really managed to meet a milestone in, in launching this podcast, still it feels like we've only scratched the surface in, in terms of the work that we we you know we know is 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 there to be done. There's still a lot of um yeah, lack of awareness, you know. Uh, there's still a lot of unreached places and, and my heart goes out especially um, to rural communities. I think that was one of my learnings in this first season, um, just learning about the high rate of sexual victimization in rural communities. I mean, it is, it is just completely out of control in so many communities that do not have access to certain resources and things can just easily you know go on as as normal um, especially when it, it has become part of uh, of the culture of the community so to speak and I, I might be singling out rural communities but this is not to say that that it's not just as prevalent in, in urban communities, you know, in, in, in communities within um, cities, uh, communities, um, inner city communities. I, I'm not by any means trying to say that it is not very high all across the board, but, but I really do want to shed a light on, on those communities that are far removed literally they are just remote tucked away in some very far away hill or under some rock <laughs> like literally these remote communities that are just um yeah that, that that are just very almost inaccessible um and just easily you know just out of sight you know out of sight out of mind it, it is unfortunate the levels of victimization that 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 takes place uh, within such communities and i just really would love um for 2021 the mandate of girls first um to 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 be focused on reaching unreached communities you know i am very passionate about getting into these spaces and whether you know we're, we're bringing information to these communities having workshops training sessions um i do have a, a, an idea of raising up watchmen for these various communities like these are some of the things that are deeply on my heart 
um, you know, to expand the mission for next year. Um, I want to continue to create a presence in the online space because at least we know where we can't reach people physically. At least, you know, a majority of people nowadays are accessing online one way or another. And so we know that that's one way that we can reach people, especially when we can't reach them in person. But again, I'm talking about, you know, community members who don't have access to these resources. They don't have devices. They don't have internet. So, I mean, seeing things online is just not even an option for them. These are the people that I am really concerned about because we have to shift cultures. We have to break the culture of incest, um, that culture of, of um, young girls being initiated into uh, violent sexual practices and being, being the victims of the, these kinds of behaviors. Uh, we need to break that culture of silence where, you know, older community members um, protect predators more than they protect victims. You know, where they, they, they choose to, to uh, hide behind the veil of shame and uh, whatever else, pride, I don't know, just because they don't you know they don't want to 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 bring uh, or they don't want to expose the truth of what is happening but the the resistance to exposing that truth is just causing for children and young people to be vulnerable to more abuse and you know what as they become exposed to abuse <laughs> the unfortunate reality is that a lot of th a lot of times they also become abusers and so the cycle continues and so we want to break that we have to intercept that you know and I, as i said again i'm repeating we need to intercept it in communities that are unreached um so that's my heart that's my passion i also would like to continue to to build on on this initiative's global mandate and so you know prayerfully we will be interviewing guests in the next season who are living in other countries outside of Jamaica and sharing their stories of survival, their stories of relying on the power of God um, and, and a relationship with Christ for their healing. These are the kinds of stories that we want to continue to promote, uh, building on, on the access to keys to resilience and, you know, um, sharing thoughts on, on resources that exist to help girls and women and for the boys and men who have also had to go through any form of victimization. May this be a tool for them as well. Thank you guys so much for being part of this journey with me. Please continue to support. Um, please keep your eyes and your ears and your heart open to anyone that you think might be a victim. Yeah, you have a role to play in this and you may be surprised how simple, how one simple act of just reaching out to a person, asking them if they're okay, if they're not okay. And if someone happens to share, you know, any kind of detail about 
and experience of being victimized. If you don't know what to do with that information, please contact us at girlsfirstja at gmail.com. We can help you. We can give you a bit of guidance. Um, we can help that person as well, you know, in one way or another as we, as we come into understanding what their situation is. We'll know how to proceed. But I just, I just want to continue to build that network and, you know, just kind of build that culture um, among all of us to lend a helping hand because every single one of us has a role to play. All right. So thank you again. Stay tuned for season two. We'll keep you posted. Please do follow us on Instagram. That's that's where we we are most active. Um, and if you'd like to volunteer with us, please visit wearegirlsfirst.com and um, be free. Be sure to sign up. We have a we have um, there's a feature on the website where you can you can register to be a volunteer with us. And once you reach out to us, then we'll send you more information uh, on the next steps. All right. So blessings, everyone. And enjoy the rest of the year. Yes. Yes. Enjoy it. Yes, it's 2020, but make the most of it. Give God thanks in all things and have a great next year. The When I Was a Girl podcast is a space where the life stories of survivors are shared clearly, truthfully, and with a focus on restoration and hope. For anyone who has experienced abuse, we encourage you to reach out to us here at Girls First International. You can find us at wearegirlsfirst.com or find us on Instagram at girlsfirstja and on Facebook at girlsfirst.com.